Radio Sports Cricket Podcast. Live from the 2019 ICC Cricket World Cup. Radio Sports coverage with Ken Tire and photowarehouse.co.nz. Radio Sports. The first ever one-day international was played at this ground during the 1999 World Cup. New Zealand played Australia, and as it happened, New Zealand won the game. I think seen as a bit of a surprise by a lot of people, but it was a game that certainly grabbed the attention of the cricket world in a tournament that grabbed the attention of the cricket world for various reasons. A man who's here with the New Zealand side for the game against Sri Lanka also played in that game batting coach Craig McMillan and I don't know about your memories I have one abiding memory and that is Chris Cairns depositing Shane Warne into the River Taff <laughs> and I had my head looking up towards the sky as he played that uh, stroke and it just lifted the, the roof off the, the ground although there wasn't much of a roof here but it certainly did have an impact didn't it? It did, there was a couple of big blows from Chris during that game and they were sort of I guess the full stop on the game where you're sort of in control and that was just putting it towards its, uh, well, towards the conclusion of a win. So it was nice to see that. I think a couple of memories from that game. I think um, it was a big crowd and there's a lot of Kiwis and um, Aussies in the crowd, obviously. I, I remember Jeff Allert early on picking up a couple of wickets and he had a great world cut where he was the leading wicket taker with Shane Warne for a period of time. But he bowled a ball that was pretty innocuous to, I think it was Mark Ward, he just defended and then. There was this applause that started ringing out from around the ground, and I remember saying to, I think Nathan Astle, who was that second slip, oh, it was a reasonable delivery, but I'm not sure it deserved a standing ovation, which he sort of chuckled away to. And then we looked around and we saw Graham Henry, who obviously was the Welsh rugby coach at that stage, was walking around the boundary, and as he walked around the ground, everyone just rose in applause. So it wasn't so much Jeff Allett's dot delivery to Mark War, it's more that Graham Henry was walking around the boundary. OK, so we need a Welsh rugby coach to come here for this game, do we? <laughs> that would be nice. Yes, <laughs> it, it worked that day, but, um, yeah, obviously a ground that we've, we've uh, played at a little bit. We played here twice during the Champions Trophy with... Uh, losses to England and Bangladesh, which were disappointing. So it's a ground that we do know well, but um, you know Sri Lanka are going to be a good test for us on Saturday. 1999, it was that twos Cairns partnership that won the game. You'd got a pretty rapid fire 29, but the innings hadn't started that well, had it? No, it hadn't. We lost a couple of early wickets. Australia scored a reasonable score, which you know we thought we'd have to bat well to get, but we knew that it was certainly two forty something. Yeah, which you know, and <laughs> that in those days it was a good score, and more often than not a winning score in those days. But um, of course, in '99 we used different balls. We used the white Jukes ball, which um, favoured the bowlers a lot more than perhaps what the Kookaburras do in this day and age, because the Jukes, as you've seen when in Test cricket, the red Jukes does a lot more in terms of swing and seam. Uh, it's a lot harder ball, so. Um, batting certainly during that 99 World Cup, um, I batted at three, but it was definitely a difficult um, tournament for top order batsmen facing that new Jukes ball. You have a look at this pitch, does it look any different than you've seen in previous uh, counters? Uh, I know 1999 is a long way to go back, but the, the Champions Trophy uh, games, does it look any different? Yeah, it looks a lot greener, to be fair. Um, it won't stay that way, will it? <laughs> depends on the weather, doesn't it? The weather's been pretty cold with a little bit of rain about the last couple of days. But it's nice that there's a little bit of sunshine out at the moment just to hopefully suck a bit of that moisture and perhaps brown it off a little bit. But certainly has more of a green tinge than what we saw two years ago. I mean, that was a, that was a great result, that uh, that game for New Zealand. And, and in the end, uh, you got to the semi-final, weren't able to push across the line against uh, Pakistan. But were there other things about that game? It's just the atmosphere of a New Zealand-Australia yeah. contest, wasn't it? It was. Uh, I mean... 
every World Cup, probably barring this one, was Australia have been favourites to win the World Cup. Certainly the last, I would say, four or five World Cups, they've been the favourites coming in. So, And that was certainly the case in 99. They had a star-studded side in terms of Steve Waugh, Mark Waugh, McGrath, Warren, um, Gilchrist. Um, they had some serious players on their side. And the loss to us here at Cardiff actually sort of pushed them on the brink of being eliminated from the tournament. I think they went and played South Africa afterwards, which at Headingley where Herschel Gibbs dropped Steve Waugh. And, dropped the World Cup. <laughs> and that famous quote or remark came, came to the fore. But um, it was just a special day because there was always something a little bit extra on Australia and New Zealand games. And I remember being in the changing rooms, of course, we had an Australian coach and Steve Rickson as mm. well. So it meant a lot to him as well to beat the old, you know, a lot of his countrymen that he'd coached coming up through the grades in New South Wales and that. Um, so it was a special day all round and, and there was certainly... Um, a fair bit of celebration afterwards. You mentioned Jeff Allett. He was the bowler of the tournament. He came here to a certain extent unheralded. I mean, mm. he wasn't seen as the bowler likely to take the tournament apart, but he was the leading wicket-taker, as you say, with, with Shane Warne at the end. You've got another left-down armour who, in this tournament, is likely to be one of the star performers, Trent Bolt, in terms of his performances. Two left armers, but totally different bowlers. Very different bowlers, apart from being left arm. I mean, Jeff Allett was... Um, a big strong lad who hit the deck hard, didn't generally swing the ball because he didn't pitch a lot up. His um, natural length was just short of a length and it was bounce that got you in trouble with GA. But funnily was before that World Cup he had just sort of started to play around with trying to get a little bit of swing, a little bit more swing than what he generally got. And for some reason obviously the Dukes balls I think helped that. Um, he found that the ball, and he was a new ball bowler, all of a sudden started to move, and then he became a really dangerous bowler during that tournament. Because of his extra hustle and bustle and pace that he had, um, all of a sudden just a little bit of movement at the top made life very difficult for opening batsmen. Trent Bolt, we know, is a world-class bowler and, and has been for a number of years for us. He's a key, and, and if there is any movement with the ball, as we saw at the Oval in our warm-up game against India, he will trouble the best batsmen in the world. So... Um, you know, two guys. GA had a, a massive impact on our campaign in '99, and certainly hopeful that Trent will have the same sort of impact on this campaign. Swing is going to play an important part in New Zealand if they're going to be successful, and the length that you bowl are, are, are two key ingredients, aren't they, in terms of preparing for sides in this World Cup? Yeah, they are, and I think it's you know, it's no secret that batting sides are going to come very hard at bowling sides throughout this World Cup. So the ability to take wickets right throughout the 50 overs is important because that is the only way that you're going to stop side scoring runs and pull them back from scores of 320 to 270, which are manageable. So you have to keep attacking, you have to keep looking to take wickets. You can't go defensive with the ball because um, it allows sides to build a partnership and then all of a sudden put the pressure back on you. So um, the new ball bowlers will be important because if you can pick up, um, you look around some of the sides going around world cricket at the moment, Um, Some of the most destructive batsmen are right at the top of the order. So if you can knock them over early in the first 10 overs, then that's going to be huge. Everybody talks about favourites and the names come forward, the the normal names, uh, Australia, England, India, etc, etc. But as a team in this, you can't look at favourites, can you? (laughs) No, you can't. I mean, we're looking at one game at a time, obviously, and and that's not a cliche. But, you know, you can't be worrying about England or Australia later in the tournament when you've got Sri Lanka on Saturday because... Um, I think it is fair to say, and people have said that it is perhaps one of the most open World Cups that we've had for some time. Um, India and England are probably the two standout sides in terms of their performances over the last two or three years, but um, we've beaten both of those sides. Um, you know, They've lost to other teams, so anyone can beat anyone on any given day, and, 
and certainly we know that um, you know we've got the talent and the skill within our side to be um, a side to be um, reckoned with at this World Cup. How do you keep everybody on an even keel? There's got to be an excitement factor. There's got to feel a bit of apprehension, I suppose, and a few nerves. How do you keep everybody even? It's pretty easy with these guys, to be honest, Wads. The personalities within the group, there's no one that you have to pull back into line. Everyone is, and, and that's the way we've operated for the last four or five years, to be fair. So when you guys come into the setup, they know that that's how they need to operate in terms of keeping that level. Um, that, that level kill just you know not getting too emotional about performances good or bad and you know two warm-ups were probably a good example of that a very good one against India at the Oval yeah. where dominated them and then all of a sudden came up against the West Indies and and um, you know we, we struggled in a couple of areas and I think that will be one of the keys to our success through a long tournament is keeping um, that emotional that emotion in check right throughout the tournament and, and again it's about consistency isn't it which is the major thing you look to achieve isn't it absolutely and, and let Let's face it, over a period of six weeks and nine games, you're going to have your ups and downs, um, but it's going to be important how you bounce back when you haven't put in a good performance. So the guys are, you can feel that edge within the group because everyone's ready to go now. It's been talked about for probably the last so many months where there's been a lot of expectation and and, and now it's here, it's on our doorstep in the next couple of days. So there is a bit of nervousness, but everyone's really looking forward to Saturday. The talking's almost over and it's time for action. There's been a lot said about the 2019 World Cup. Now the games are underway and New Zealand get underway against Sri Lanka. Tim Southey, uh, what's the feeling within the side leading up to this World Cup? I guess there's a little bit of nervousness, a little bit of excitement. Yeah, I think excitement's probably a word that comes to, to mind. It's been in the back of everyone's mind for, for a long time now and, um, and to finally be here and, and actually now in the probably, well, it's in the forefront of everyone's mind now, so it's, uh, it's nice to, to be here and, and on the eve of, of what's, a, what's an exciting tournament. Yeah, I guess you've done a lot of things. There may be things you haven't done, but it, now it doesn't really matter. It's what happens on the park. You've got to deliver, don't you? Yeah, as I said, everyone's been looking forward to it for a long time and to, to finally be here, there's definitely an excitement around the group um, and, and to be sitting here a couple of days out, it's, uh, it's a great, great place to be and a great feeling around the group. You were second uh, equal top wicket taker at the last World Cup, 15, 7 for 33 against England. Are they the sorts of things you've got to try and achieve again or uh, you know, emulate further? Um, yeah, I guess it's nice to have experience of a, of a couple of World Cups leading into into this one. But it's a new tournament in a in a different part of the world. Um, it's nice to have have those experiences of playing in, in two previous World Cups and and doing reasonably well. But but it's a, as I say, it's a different tournament. Uh, it's four years on. Um, but it's 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 always it's always great to be playing in, in a world event, um, testing yourself against the best in the world on the on the world stage. So it's something that, as I say, all the play, players have been looking forward to for a long time. And and um, it's one of those tournaments you want to do well in. You always look um, controlled and relaxed when you're out in the middle. Is it always that way inside, or do you feel a few nerves as well? I think most players um, feel nerves. So you, I guess when you play, play for a while, you sort of handle them differently. Um, but I think it's just part and parcel of, of being a cricketer. You sort of, I guess, and I guess you express them in different ways. And I personally like to, to try and stay reasonably reserved and, and, um, and calm. Um, but, yeah, it's, there's definitely uh, a lot of excitement, um, a few nerves, uh, but, but definitely definitely a lot of excitement about what's, what's, uh, what's about to start. New Zealand wasn't picked to do particularly well at the last World Cup, got into the final in Australia. Uh, other sides are favoured ahead of them here, but uh, uh, can there ever be any favourites in a World Cup where there's a round-robin competition? Uh, some good sides are going to beat some good sides, aren't they? 
Yeah, they are. I think especially with the the format that this World Cup's gone back to, um, I think you'll you'll end up with obviously the four best teams that have played the best cricket over over a long period of time. So uh, uh, yeah, it's a, everyone plays everyone, um, and there's going to be some upsets along the way. So it's uh, I think it's a, a great format and, and should be a great tournament. For you, how's the ball been coming out? What's the reaction of the ball that are going to be using in this competition? Um, yeah, they've obviously done. They had a few little tweaks with the ball. It tends to, well, in the in the nets and whatnot, it's swung a little bit for for a, for an over or so. So I think it's probably maximising um, any movement that we do get. Um, the work it's in, in England, as we've seen over over the recent years, have been pretty pretty flat surfaces. So I think it's it's probably trying to maximise that those new balls and also finding ways to, to take wickets when when this when the ball's not swinging. Is swinging the major part of your approach, or is it the time you spent building? the variations that you're able to bring to the game? Um, well, obviously a swing bowler, so when it does swing I, f- I feel more dangerous, but I think it's about having a plan B and when the ball's not swinging um, to still be able to find ways to take wickets, I think especially through the middle stages of a one day and now it's it's so important to take wickets um, and look to I guess consistently try and trying to slow the slow the run rate um, through taking wickets and, and I think we've seen that 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 it does work. It does slow the slow the momentum that the batting side does get if you are able to take wickets regularly throughout the innings, and and it definitely slows down that that back end, which can be uh, can be dangerous um, on these good surfaces. Over a long period of time, you've built a combination with the Trent Bolt, and you work well together. Is that going to be a key part of New Zealand's attack in this World Cup? Yeah, we know each other pretty well. We've played a, a lot of cricket together, and, and we enjoy bowling together. So it's um, it's it's nice to have that that partnership and um, and and that, that friendship that we've got. So yeah, it's it's something that that we thrive on and we enjoy doing. Um, we, we support each other, and um, if Trent's taking the wickets, then then you sort of play the, the supporting role, which has has kind of been the way of the last last wee while. Um, and then when it's the other way around, then then it's um, then he's doing the supporting role, and and the other person's taking the wickets. So it's and and on. On the, on the rare occasion, and when it, when we're both on a on a hot day, it's a it's a good day when you you're sharing the wickets around. So yeah, it's it's um it's a nice nice partnership and something that we we've enjoyed doing for a long period of time now for, for New Zealand. Not only one day cricket, but all three formats. The sun is out in Cardiff. The pitch is being prepared for the opening game. Have you had a look at it? What have you made of it? Yeah, I don't get two. Um, still two days to go, so have a closer look tomorrow. Um, it's, when we turned up, it was a, a gloomy day. It sort of been, looked like it had been under covers for a while, but it's um, obviously have a day of sun today, so um, may change over the over the next 24 hours. Did the bowlers get a bit of a reminder of what they're up against in Bristol when the West Indies came out firing all guns? Yeah, I guess we had um, uh, obviously a great start against India, and, and um, we bowled exceptionally well, and then we were put under pressure against West Indies, which we know we're going to be put under pressure at. At times throughout the tournament, so it was nice to, I guess, um, be faced with that challenge. Um, I think the guys the guys learned a lot, the guys that played, um, and it was a bit of a, a wake up that, that we are going to be be putting some some tough situations throughout throughout the tournament. Now, especially when you look at look at the likes of of, of England, the way they play, um, the West Indies obviously have, have, have got the, um, a very powerful approach as well. Um, so yeah, there's there's a number of sides that, that come hard throughout the whole innings, and, and we're going to have to be on top of our game um, to counter that. You're a senior player. You're a leader within the side, that's going to be important for the guys who've not seen World Cup action because it's a totally different competition than every other form of one day cricket isn't it? 
Yeah, it is. But at the end of the day, the rules are the same. It's still a, a one-day international. Um, although there's a, a lot of hype and um, extra whatnot that carry, comes with with being a World Cup. Um, but we've got a number of guys that have that have experienced um, uh, the last World Cup, and, and obviously a few that have been in a, in a few before that as well. So I guess that that helps to I guess um, give the guys that haven't played in a World Cup a little bit of an insight into to what it is. But it is a special moment, and and guys are, are definitely definitely excited about it. Um, but at the end of the day, it's still just another game. Um, and a good thing about this side is that we take what we play the cards that are in front of us. We don't think too far ahead. We'll, we'll look look to play Sri Lanka, and then after that, we'll move on to to the next game, and then and then so on. So um, yeah, it's a, although it's a World Cup, at the end of the day, it's still a, still just another one day international. Feeling of confidence, or do you not get into that sort of area of um, you know, preparation? No, I don't think it's the Kiwi way to come into to anything confident. Um, we we come in, we prepare the best we can. Um, and, and we give ourselves our best chance to, to do well. And um, as I say, we sort of take one game at a time. And, and hopefully, hopefully, we're sitting here um, at the back end of the tournament after playing some good cricket throughout.